What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Takeover with your girl, Shane McCray. And you know what day it is. He is inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee, my boy, my brother. I think he missed me, though. What you think? I don't know. Um, I, I did. <laughs> well, you know what? Let me get let me get this order uh, of business out of the way. Thank you for joining Inside the Room with myself, State Representative Brandon McGee, where we discuss politics, leadership, and culture, and a little bit of gossip. Now to you, Shay. First of all, first of all, I get the first of all. <laughs> I wish people could see like a video version of this, but I know we're streaming. I know folks are tuning in from all over, but y'all, Shay, she went on like this tour of the world. And if you're not following Shay McCray, oh, I need you to follow her so that you can see she was on yachts and boats and snorkeling. And oh my God, I'm so happy that you're back. Well, let's back up with the snorkeling. I did not snorkel. I was oh, not oh, doing I'm sorry. it. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I changed my mind on that. But yes, I took a, a break. I went to Cabo to celebrate some friend's birthday. But I also came back um, and stopped and in LA. And then had a nerve. Oh, and I stopped in LA. Yes, it's right there. It's two hours away. Why not? I met my, my sweetheart and it was his birthday. Well, happy birthday, sir. Happy birthday. <laughs> We're so glad. Uh, that you all did the Beyonce and Jay-Z tour. Of oh, the that's world. what it was about? Well, well, I had to make sure that <sighs> he would show some love too because I was in Cabo with one of my friends, Ricky. And then shout out to Ricky DeVista. Happy birthday. The I guess Ricky Trendy DeVista. Yes. Yes. What up? What up? What up? Happy birthday, um, bro. And then, of course, I had to show him some love too and be out of state with him. But I'm going to tell you this you know, if I worked for you, I don't think I would be able to take any vacations. I don't know. Is that like not a thing? Well, you you would have to have you would have to have like short vacations, like maybe a week or a half of week or something, and kind of. I was this gone thing a week. Up. You were gone for ten days. You know what? Okay. All right. So, do my vacation have to be like yours? I see you was out and about too this weekend. Uh, hello. Where were you? Away. <laughs> but it looks like you were giving was, back or doing something like so so the week before i was in um martha's vineyard oak Bluffs, okay. um okay and and chilled out there uh shout out to morehouse the alum um all of the divine nine uh those folks there on the island i did some yoga uh some polar bear stuff in the water it was actually absolutely amazing did a lot of walking um, and enjoying fresh libations. I know that's right. Listen, on you the have, island. Listen, you have to get out. You have to re was it renew, refresh. You gotta you gotta refresh yourself and recalibrate. And for me, I sat on the beach the entire time, read books, wrote in my journal, and just enjoyed Shay. I enjoyed, that's and then awesome. came back, took my girl out, my my oldest, and we gave out food. Uh, there I saw still, that. Yeah, there's still a great need out there. And so I want to teach my girls young the importance of giving back and being a part of the community. So we we were doing that. And there's still a lot of hungry people. Well, that was amazing. One of the things I always joke about, but what do you guys really don't know is that he really is trying to save the world. So I know I say it in, in a jokingly way, but I, I love your passion for not only enjoying life for yourself, but just to just to want to contribute to, to to someone else's and making their their life too, now um, or making their day. But also, I want to, like I said, y'all, you guys can't see us right now, but my boy done finally invested in the mic. I am so happy and excited for you. You've been doing so many great. <laughs> 
So this is how we're going to start off this today. Today. That's all I'm going to say. That's fine. You know, so I did, I made a big old like IG story post out of me purchasing my, what is this? A Yeti. This yeah, is a Yeti. Blue Yeti. Yes. Blue Yeti. And I think the caption was making small investments at a Absolutely. time. Absolutely. And so if any of you are out there listening and you want, you are wanting to follow your passion and be a part of whatever it is that you're doing, entrepreneurial spirit, et cetera, you've got to invest and make you it have to better. invest. Yes. And uh, after listening to um, many of our old shows, I did sound like I was in like a vacuum or something. It just sounded very eerie. So hopefully the quality of my audio will be so much better. So well, thank you for calling amazing. me out, Shay. <laughs> it sounds amazing. <laughs> well, um, Brandon, you've been doing a lot of things since I've been gone. And I noticed that you you starting to dance again. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing here. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to show the people that um I enjoy dancing I enjoy having fun I am finally back um in the gym uh I took a little you know a little time off and those COVID pounds were catching up so I feel so much better but my knees aren't quite there yet but yeah yeah so I'm trying to join the TikTok challenges and and do all my dancing speaking of which speaking of which we um, we have an amazing interview lined up today with uh, a celebrity dance fitness instructor by the name of Dwight Holt Jr. Uh, he's going to share a lot with us from his platform, various opportunities for folks to join him on his tour, and quite frankly, dance those pounds off. So That's I want y'all to go up. follow me right now underscore blmj underscore yes it's still the same shay and we will change (laughs) it soon but i want folks to check out my video check out my video and like it comment whatever dance your pounds off challenge me um but yeah so we have somebody it is and i want that's okay how i gotta do this thing is there a video you went by or how did you do this because you was like tearing it up so so to be honest with you typical Brandon. I did look at some of his videos. It was a little too much choreography, I guess. I could not catch up with him. So I just freestyled it and I just did me uh, and had fun. Uh, So make up your own dance, but look at his video so you can actually see the intensity, uh, the fun, but the the commitment to moving uh, and really what I've been saying all along is taking back your life um, by, you know, one, one dance at a time. So I have fun, Shay, and I'm going to keep dancing. I did the little, what is that? I saw that too. You listen. But what is the I, dance? Wait, because they don't they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm doing a lot of sign language. That, but they don't, uh, uh, and then yeah. you do, do, what is it like a spoon? So that so remind me of know. New Orleans because they do that little um you know they dance off the the, the spoon thing on the, the whatever I don't know. Oh God, but, we sound like two old, very old people that's not connected. But let me let me just play it. <laughs> you seem I'm so sure. excited now did I you am. sign up for tiktok i did i have tiktok okay. well listen I, it keeps you active young i see a lot of a lot of adults my peers are doing it i'm getting confused Same. i'm not gonna lie i think Same. some Can people we... need to give it up 
Shay, hold up, hold up. Before we move any further, have you seen the crate challenge? Oh the my milk, goodness. The milk crate challenge? Yes, I've seen it. Now, Uncle, who, uh, what we call him, Snoop Dogg, is he our uncle or godfather? Whatever that's, he is. That's Uncle Snoop. That's Uncle Snoop. Uncle Snoop is promoting this like cray cray, okay? The number of people who are walking up literally, I don't know, they gotta be like as high as 12 crates on grass, falling, messing up their faces. I don't understand the challenge. So y'all gotta fill me in on this. I, I'm. It's all about balance, focus, um, just walking up the crate. I, I have no idea what is going on. Um, hey, it looks like a lot of fun, but it looks like- It does like not it, look like a lot of fun. Yes, it's a challenge. It's something, it's like, if you don't make it up, you're going to hurt yourself. It's kind of like bullfighting. One of us got to go, you know what I'm saying? So it's like either the crates. <laughs> you wouldn't do it, Brandon? Yeah. You wouldn't do it? No. No. You give me, no. you would make it up the crate and back down. I'm not. I'm not doing it at all. I think that is one of the dumbest challenges I've ever seen. Did on you see media. the young lady with the heels on? Well, perhaps that's the one that started all of this foolishness. Didn't no. she make it over? She just, yep, she just, they just posted her. She made it over with heels on. That's something I would do. Um, here's the thing, though. Uh, I, I don't know what this, this is about, but I did see a meme that out there that said people are, instead of stacking money, they stacking crates because they love to see people fall. That was kind of deep there. I was like, okay, well, we're not, we're, are we not encouraging people to, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I'm not doing it. I don't, I'll take you up on the dance challenge. I, I'm here for it. I always used to say that when, when I go to the club, I love to dance because it keeps my body tight, right? And fit. I always say that. Always. Listen, you can't beat that. So, um, without further ado, I think our guest is in the building. We're going to go ahead and take us, take us on out to that interview. Take us the break so we can give, come back to that interview, B. Oh, that's what's up. Well, y'all, y'all already know the drill. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. We will have none other than Dwight Holt Jr. Again, he's our guest. He's inside the room. He's a celebrity dance fitness instructor. And he's straight out of Tennessee, y'all. Tennessee? Now in Atlanta. Now in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, Wow. But um, I before we go on break, I've got to give Auntie Monique a shout out. Uh, when she commented on my post, she made my day yesterday. Uh, but she also challenged me. She was like, you don't want this heat, baby. You don't want no, this she, heat. No, let me go check it <laughs> out right now. Let me go see that. <laughs> so while we're doing that and you all are inviting people to download the FUBU Radio app, y'all keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. It's the takeover, baby. What's going on, y'all? This is Brandon McGee. As always, we're inside the room where we discuss politics, leadership, and culture. And as I've always said, a little bit of gossip every now and again. Uh, but we're here. We're here. We have um, a real special guest in the house. Many of you, if you are on Instagram or anywhere, a social media platform, you've seen this man do his thing, motivate men, women, all of the above to take charge of their health. Uh, we have none other than Mr. Dwight Holt Jr. Uh, Tennessee, up, 
Tennessee native. Um, and I mean, he has a really impressive uh, bio. Uh, I, I believe you're a Morehouse man as well. Yes. Um, okay. So we could talk about that as well. But he's known y'all for getting Monique, uh, helping her to get her life back. That's all. I'll, that's that's what I'll say. But oh, let's let's okay. let's jump right on in, man. Talk a little bit about who Dwight is, uh, the celebrity fitness instructor. What's Talk up? So who who is Dwight? Dwight is a look. Dwight is an easygoing, chilled out man who just lives every day, knowing that. Tomorrow's not promised. So I live every day to the fullest. I live every day knowing there's not one limit and I take no excuses. So many people who know me, see me, whether it's friends, family, clients, whatever, they know if we get together, we're living life to the fullest, no limits, and we're making stuff happen. So that's that's who Dwight is. <laughs> so it's for us. Go ahead. So when did you um when did you leave Morehouse? When did you graduate and you figured that this is going to be your way of life, your business, like what you so, do? So prior to going to Morehouse, um, I studied dance and theater. So I studied a lot of things within the arts. So my decision to go to Morehouse was based on to go to a top-notch institution where so I could gain the business aspect of all things, the business aspect of it. So I could incorporate the theater side, the drama, the dance, all that good stuff with the business side. So that was the ideal to go to Morehouse. Well, it didn't really happen the way I thought it did. <laughs> when I got to Morehouse, I began to do things like, um, well, I was a business, I was a business major at Morehouse, business management. So what happened was I realized instantly when you go to college and you begin to major in something that is not necessarily what you do, now that makes it harder. My friends who was in like theater and dance and all that, I was looking at their midterms like, darn, why, why didn't I do this? I knew this information. I'm in business groups like this chunk is so darn hard. It doesn't come second to me. So it made it a little bit more complicated. But while I was at Morehouse, I decided um, I wanted to take a break. And I was like, let me book a tour. And I'm going to book a tour dancing. And after I book this tour, I'm going to take a year off from Morehouse. Because I was like, you know what? Wait, so you just you just randomly said, yo, I'm going to book a tour. And I'm going for it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to audition. As long as I can book a tour, my parents will understand. Now, unless I bring them something that's going to make money, it's a done deal. They can be like, nah, stand school, ride it out. So I was like, let me do this. So Sierra had an audition. MTV was yep. filming it. So I was like, you know what? This is it. I know they're paying MTV. Let's go. I took my mother and grandmother to the auditions with me. I had them there. Every time I went out the room for one segment, somebody was like, oh, he killed, he killed. I'm looking at them like, see, see? Get all the way to the final and I do not get casted. I'm over it. So I'm over it, one, because that's when I first realized that this industry is all about looks and all about the visual. So it's like, uh, although I killed the audition, so, I So fat this. people, fat people like me, I got to continue to drink my like water. Who? My can- now you like drink me. that water, but you ain't fat. And my kid, you got you, you hide it well, <laughs> but no. So once I didn't get picked, I realized at that moment, like I was like, I'm gonna push dance aside for a little while because of the fact of it's like if my looks stop me from doing what I really want to do, I'm just gonna go business route. So I went business route, um, left Morehouse 2012, got into banking, made great money, but it was something that was still unfulfilled about me not doing dance and. That's when 
Dash Your Bounce Off came along. Wait, wait, don't jump into it yet. Don't jump into Look, it that's yet. What because I'm like, that's what... I really, I really want people to understand that you didn't just wake up yesterday and have, or rather amass this amazing fellowship of people on all social media. Um, you've, you've been with stars, you do your thing. You really had to work your way and find your way, right? Yeah, and so, so I started, I started at the bank. I started wow. at the bank. I think we got, are we still here? Yeah, you there, you there. there, we are. there. So I started at the bank and it's very interesting because once again, like I was at the bank, but I was like, I went down the business route. Like the money was great. The, the bonuses was great. Like everything was great, but it still, I still felt like something was missing. And so with that, we will get into it a little later, but then that's when dancing kind of came back into my life and mm -hmm. took a different kind of span. So um, just one more thing before we take a quick break. And again, okay. if you all are just joining in the FUBU radio, we are here talking with Dwight Holt Jr. Do you have a nickname? Come on, you got to have a nickname. D. I Holt? do. Like, what is it? DC, actually. DC, but you're the oh, wait, first person. Wait. Pause. You're the first the person C? who ever asked me that question. DC is my, my nickname. So um, my full name is Dwight okay. Kramer Holt Jr. So my dad, I'm a junior. So when me my too. dad used to... When my dad used to get some gifts, I used to feel free if it was a gift card or something like that. If you only put Dwight, it was either or. It's going it, to it you. Was, it was either or, so <laughs> this was mine. So my aunt began to call me DC for my first and middle name. Instead of saying DJ, she did my first and middle initial. So all my family calls me DC, but I got tired of being called That's DC. So when I got to like high school, I moved to a different state. So when they was like, what's your name? I was like, Dwight. Dwight, that's it. Dwight. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so all my friends, like from college, high school, even now, those who met my family, they call me DC because they're so used to it. But everybody else be like mm -hmm. Dwight. But you didn't call me DC if you DC. <laughs> no, I listen. As famous as you are, you I know your surreal name is not. You know, it's it's just not going to be it. So I'm sure you <laughs> have something. So, so you've also done a few things, right? You have had numerous uh, appearances on The Real, The Inside, TMZ, The Preachers. I mean, talk to us about that experience. So you're into acting, clearly. Um, so my, so my appearances um, have largely by way come from, of course, the following that I've built, as well as my work with um, Monique and a few others. And that's just how it comes. Um, for anybody who's seen my videos, one thing that I will, well, let me say this. I've actually been in more rooms than I've physically been in. And I think that that, that is so great because it speaks on the power when it says your gifts to put you in front of kings and queens. And it is so dope because there's many times that people have said they've seen me on things that I didn't even know I was there. But the power of just your that's gifts in general. But yeah, so... It's, that amazes me. The preachers, they did a um, they did a little feature on me or um, a little, they featured me when they were talking about Monique's weight loss. Um, the real, they called me and they wanted me to do a segment on there um, in addition to what I did, but because I didn't have product on hand, we decided to push that out for a little bit, mm -hmm. but it's still, we're waiting on a few things to come in because it's like, to go on a show, and like Ellen, she featured me to do a show like Ellen and Preachers. Da, da, I do remember that. I do remember that. 
LM featured like a treadmill video when we used to do the treadmill videos. Um, yep, yep. But to do like for those features, it's like you want to make sure you can get paid from it. So if it's like, if I ain't got no product, that afterwards folks can go to my page and be like, hey, let me purchase this DVD. It's like, no, y'all wait. Let's 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 wait. Let's back that. So <laughs> back you know, it up. That's features up, are bro. amazing because of being acknowledged for what you do. Mm-hmm. But in this time, bro, every post is a feature. Like I have posts that like I posted a video from Detroit that last a couple weeks back, and like after three days, it was at four million viewers. So the young lady That's who was crazy. in the video, Ebony, she was hitting me up like, I'm famous, I'm this. I'm, I'm like, you are, girl. Live your life. I, I, look, I'm good. I'm good. Every keep, time, me as, keep me as a little state rep. Another million. Every time it hit another million, she hits me up and be like, hey, we got another million. And I'm like, live, baby. Like, I, I love that. Like, live. Live your best life. That's what's life. up. That's what's up. Well, you know what? Let's pay some bills. Again, if you're just tuning in, make sure you share, invite a friend to listen to this interview with D. Holt. He told me to call him DC, but I kind of like D. Holt. D. Um, Holt, <laughs> uh, So, you know, keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. What's going on? What's going on? Of course, we are here inside the room with myself, State Representative Brandon McGee, and we also have with us none other than Dwight Holt Jr. We calling him D Holt. He is famous for dance your pounds off. Also, if you've seen Auntie Monique on Instagram doing her thing, you will always find D Holt there, helping her out um, alongside thousands of men and women who are literally dancing and shedding pounds off. So. We've, we have him inside the room, and uh, I'm just glad that he's here. He took a little time out uh, to chill with us and to really talk about his journey. Um, so, D, talk to me a little bit about the types of dancing that you actually do. So is it like African dancing? Can you compare that to Zumba? And then I want to talk a little bit about how you came up with Dance Your Pounds Off. What inspired you to start it? So the types of dance, which is a great question, um, it is many types. Um, I do have a, I'm, I've trained in all types of dance throughout my um, career. So um, I've trained through all types of dance. When it comes down to my program, Dance Your Pounds Off, I really focus in on the dancing that kept me, kept me in the most shape. So that's hip hop and African. Between hip hop and African, a lot of my moves are infused with them both. Um, at one point in time, I used to pre-COVID, I actually used to do a class and once a week I would have an African drummer. And you talking about an amazing class, like an amazing class it was. Um, in reference to Zumba, I think one of my funniest moments was, um, I probably went to maybe New York, either New York or Baltimore, one of the two. And um, I know you, like I said, Baltimore, you know, they don't say Baltimore, they be like Baltimore. So I got to say Baltimore. I'm, I'm from, <laughs> look, I'm from the East Coast. We say Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. No, I went to Baltimore. They be Baltimore. like, no, it's Baltimore. 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 <laughs> but no, so I think it might've been one of these Northern cities and somebody came in who probably just seen a video and it always cracks me up. They be like, they come in and they be like, okay, so what is this class? I be like, okay, so you done purchased this ticket. You done got a shirt and you come there like, so what am I here for? They, they're so excited to see you. It don't even matter. It's like, you know what, cool. So then she was like, so is this similar to Zumba? 
So a woman out the corner, she was like, nah, baby, this ain't Zumba, baby. This, baby, Zumba ain't got nothing to do with it. So when she said it, I couldn't do nothing but laugh. And the woman was like, just wait. So after the class, a woman came up to me. She was like, oh, no, baby, this not Zumba. <laughs> this not Zumba. I appreciate any type of fitness, any type of fitness, anything where people are saving their lives by getting healthy. Any type of way that you choose to be active, I appreciate it and I think it's dope. Dan Chappelle's off is a little different from every other aspect though, because we, I still haven't um, taught other instructors um, to be certified Dan Chappelle's off because there's much more to go into it. Um, with Zumba, it's so structured. Sometimes a lot of my friends who do Zumba, they can't really deviate from it. Like they can't, they want to do other things, but Zumba's here. And Zumba is kind of like repetitive. Zumba, Zumba's different. When you come into a Dan Chappelle's off class with the warm up in yeah. itself, it is for an instructor to gauge what you're able to do. So when I'm warming you up, I'm not only warming you up so you don't break nothing, hurt nothing. I'm seeing what you can do and you don't even know I'm seeing that. So when it comes down to the routine and I get somebody be like, I can't do that. I'm like, wait, then you do so you can do it. That's one. And and like with Dan Chappelle's up, I really cater to the crowd. I come from pastors. My father was a preacher. His father was a preacher. Um, the, the, the workout room is my pulpit, if you would. It's my congregation. So when I go in there, we're really changing lives. Like this is not just like a one hour class in out that said, no, when we dance, when, when people say we dance off our pounds, it's beyond weight. So so let me, let me, and it's a good, it's a great segue into just a few of these statistics when you're talking about helping to change folks' lives, right? African-American women have the highest rates of obesity or being overweight compared to any other groups in the U.S., about four out of five African-American women are overweight or, or over obese. Um, and, and I don't know why it's so much on women, but there's also the flip hand side. The same goes for African-American men uh, and also Latino males being 2.3 times more likely to be overweight compared to, to non-white or non-Hispanic and black uh, males. So the work that the white is doing um, and I'm sure folks are listening in. I just actually uh, got back from Martha's Vineyard and I, for the first time, Dwight, I participated in polar bear, like in the water, oh, wow. dancing and moving. Absolutely amazing. I don't know if you've been to Martha's Vineyard, but you, we need to bring you there so you can. I have I got to come. Man, you got to go to Inkwell. You have to show uh, these folks what you do. But anyway, I digress. Um I just really appreciate your focus on uh, the health side of things. It's cute while y'all out there, but it also takes commitment uh, and consistency. So it does. And me- a lot of I want to I want to I want to speak on the um, the statistics because yeah. when it comes down to the statistics and reference to overweight and obesity and things of that such, a lot of times. Now I work. My my clientele is very diverse. You can see many people on there. I'll answer um, as quickly as I can. I'm always going uh, Alexa, stop. <laughs> she thought she heard her name. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, with the statistics, like we have a history. And one thing I do want people to get over is blaming it on generational curses. Now, the thing is that it is a such thing. Yeah. It is a such thing. And when it comes down to it, it's just like, 
if you know, if you know that, I just told somebody else this, if you know there's traffic on the road, mm -hmm. do you get on that interstate to be stuck in traffic or do you go another way? You would, I would hope you go another way. If you know your family has certain things passed down from it, do you go in that direction or do you fight against it and go another way? So it's true, things can be passed down generationally, but it's like at some time, at some point, we have to break the curse. So with with obesity and things like that, I think from generation, we, we are eating culture. We eat, like we eat. I promise you, at one point in time, it used to be three people in the house, but my mother would cook like it was Thanksgiving every Sunday. And it supposed to be like, who are you cooking for? She'd be like, my kids, this is the way we eat. So oh it's my like, God. we go to food for everything. When we celebrate, we go out to eat. Yep. Our birthdays, we have a dinner. Like yep. we're yep. sad. Come over, let me fix you something to eat. <laughs> but you, but you know, one of the things that I've committed my life to um, as a sitting state legislator here in, in okay. the state of Connecticut, um, I realize that there are what what you call food deserts, right? And mm -hmm. certain communities don't have access to even small grocery stores that have fresh produce, etc. So most times many of our folks, specifically Black Latino, they're going to the McDonald's or the Wendy's or the Chick-fil-A's or Bojangles, wherever you are, right? And mm -hmm. it's not the best. But the point that I want to underscore that you brought up is you have a decision to make, the right decision to really take charge of, of your life and not repeat, you know, and I'm repeating what you're saying, but not repeat what, what we've been accustomed to. And, and that's, that's so eating dope any and everything. That. Yeah, that's dope yeah, that man. You do that. And I would also, I would also push you to okay. do one other thing. You may already be doing it, What's but that? I would also push you to somehow introduce to the community um, how less it's. I was a vegan vegetarian for. I've three been years. a vegan. I've been a vegan for eight. Okay, boom. And the so, first thing people say is it's too expensive. What? That's not true. Not only is it not too expensive, but some people feel like with the meal, you have to have a meat. Like now, no, it, no. They'd be like, oh, it ain't right. I need my. Okay, kids, so, all right. So, we're going to have to, um, we're going to have to bring you back on to talk about. Cool. cool. Let's go. Let's go. Options. <laughs> but I want, I want you to talk a little bit about how you, you met Monique. Did she reach out to you? Like, how did that go down? Like, you're talking about a phenomenal lady. Like, she is the aunties of the auntie. I love her. I follow her. Um, I follow you, but I just think it's like, she's dope. How did y'all connect? Let me tell you something. She is that woman, that woman, all the women in my family want, for some odd reason, majority of my Sagittarius. It's like mother the 14th, Mo the 11th, grandmother the 13th, sister wow. the 14th. Like it's women in my family there and they're headstrong. And when they believe in something, you're going to know it. <laughs> And they're gonna tell you how they feel. They're gonna love on you, they're gonna hug on you, but they're gonna tell you. Um, Mo, one of the best women that I know because she's taught me so much in the sense of standing for what you believe in. And it doesn't matter if the crowd follow you or not. Mm. If you believe in it, believe in it, they eventually come. Um, my meeting with Monique was crazy. It was honestly fate. Nothing more, nothing less. She didn't contact me, I didn't contact her. We were at the same place at the same time. At wow. a, we were at a, where I lived, where I used to live in Atlanta, I lived in a um, condo where half of it is hotel, half of it is condo. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that separates us is which door you go into when you get in. Um, she was standing there while she was filming Bessie with Queen Latifah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I live there. So every morning I have a workout routine. For some odd reason, I don't think they had an early filming day. So we ended up in the gym at the same time. Wow. She was on the treadmill walking and I was on the opposite side dancing. So when she and I walked mean, in, you was hitting it. Go I was, in. you know? So when she walked in, I instantly, I see her. But my first thought, I was like, that's Monique. Now I'm in there by myself. Like she's in there with her assistant, Robin at the time. And I was like, that is Mo. So I'm like, just be cool. You done made a lot of celebrities. You done, you done went through journalism. You done danced back up. Like, you know, this like, that's Mo. Like, that's Mo. So I'm getting my like, work in. <laughs> <laughs> <Go> on, <go laughs> on. So now what's funny is to hear when she tells her side of the story. Because mm-hmm. her side of the story, she always says, I looked over at him and he wasn't paying no attention to me. I always be like, girl, I had seen you. So I'm like, let me, <laughs> let me, let me be chill. Like, don't do too much. So um, I'm getting ready to leave because now mm-hmm. at this point I have to make it to the bank. I have to make it to work. I see her look at me, get off the treadmill, like she's gonna follow me. So I was like, I got five more minutes. So I start going in. She started imitating everything I'm doing. By this moment, I know I'm about 10 minutes late from work, but it's Monique, my manager, you- he's a black man. He'll understand mm-hmm. when I say, guess who was with me? So um, so nonetheless, she um, when I finished, cause I was like, hey, I'm finna be late for work. It was great. She was like, young man. I was like, yes, ma'am. She says, when I say yes, ma'am, she was done for at that moment, just out of the respect level. But she wow. was like, she was like, I'm here for a couple of weeks, filming a movie. Can you train me while I'm here? Yes, I can. Like, what do you mean? Like, when? Dance, what time? Like, let's go. Right. right. So we set a time. She was like, send her assistant the numbers, everything. We had a conversation. Um, The next day I went. I didn't think she was going to show up. I had told my boss, like, hey, I'm late because I'm old, but I'm supposed to be training. He was like, okay. She was about two minutes late. But in them two minutes was the longest two minutes of my life because I felt like I felt like it She's was not coming. She's uh-huh. not coming. She opened the door. She was like, baby. I was like, oh, that's Mo. Let's go. <laughs> so um, that was a couple weeks. She went back wow. to LA. A couple weeks later, I got a phone call like, hey, I will be moving. Can we set up like two days a week? Sure. Two days turned into three, turned into four. I think at one moment we was at five days a week. Now wow. we like six years in. Wow, wow, wow. Well, we're going to have to take one more break. You got to come back and just talk to us briefly about you know, dance your pounds off. What's coming up next for you? I know you got a lot in the pipeline, you're working on some things. So of course, if you're just tuning into FUBU Radio, y'all, again, we're with Dwight Holt Jr. Uh, he is the celebrity fitness instructor uh, known to work alongside Monique and others. I'm sure he's worked. You worked with Beyonce before? You know, I haven't, but let me tell you what's dope though. Beyonce Ooh, has get- seen my work. You hear me? Beyonce oh. has seen my work. So listen. So. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna pick this back up. Y'all keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. What's going on, y'all? We're back again. We're chopping it up with the white. Listen, if you missed the first half, you missed it. Hopefully, you'll tune back in later. But um, he's talked to us a little bit about his journey, uh, his experience with Monique, how he met her. Um, Dwight, talk to us a little bit about Dan Pounds Off, what you're doing. I know you'll be in Connecticut pretty soon. Talk to us a little bit about that and how can people access you? You know, do you have virtual platform for people across the country to join in? 
uh, on Dan Pounds off. Um, help us understand how we, we keep up with you, your social media platforms, all that good stuff. Great. So currently, um, so all things Dan Pounds off our own. I always say that because I'm proud of it. Like sometimes we have these things, but we don't take it the next level, get it trademarked and all that. Hey, entrepreneurs, if you're listening, get ownership of your company. And that's a great investment. At this moment, can't nobody call their program Dan Chappelle's off and I'm not comforting It's mine. Wow. But, that's what's um, up, man. Say, say, say that, that again. Say that again, because there's so many young folk, and that's relative nowadays, but young people, they see people like you. They look at your followership on IG and they're like, I could do that in a week. Right. And don't understand the back end and being consistent and investing it's a lot of hard work. in yourself. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work. When it comes to Dan Chappelle's off, when I tell y'all blood, sweat, and tears has gone in it, it has gone in it from my end to um, the clients who come in. A uh, client recently told me, she was like, you don't know this about me. She was like, but at one point in time, I was spending my last $10 on just coming to one of your classes because I had to be in a room. And she was like, now, as you see, I'm selling homes. Like, I'm good, I'm set. But she was like, I never want you to understand or underestimate the power that this room holds. Because I tell people all the time, I remember, and it's funny because we were were joking about Beyonce before the break, but Beyonce did a concert in Atlanta, Georgia. And this particular day, everybody was going to a concert. I wasn't, so I still had class. So I did my class and only one person came because everybody was Was at the concert. concert. Mm -hmm. So the young lady told me, she was like, hey, if you want to cancel class and you know, we'll just wait till tomorrow till it's a full room, I'm fine with that. I said, nah, whether it's one person or a thousand people, you're going to get exactly what you came for. And class was amazing. I didn't realize it was her birthday. I didn't realize the reach that she had and it's sometimes somebody underestimates one person, but if one person knows a million people and they know me, like you can't underestimate that. Don't despise and small beginnings, bro. That's small what beginnings. The Bible talks so about. Entrepreneurs, man, like I don't care if it's one or a thousand or a million young folks, when it comes down to it, give everything you have because those are the moments for building. And when you get in front of a thousand people, you will never forget that moment. But um, yeah, y'all can find me everywhere. Um, I was saying earlier, I own all things Dan Pounds Off. So if you Google Dan Pounds Off, everything will pop up. DanShapoundsOff.com. You can find merchandise there. You can find, I do tour around the world. Um, my tour right now is limited because of COVID. But yeah. um, if you are like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to be in the building because of COVID. I have what we call Club DYPO. And there's about four or five instructionals on there with a warm-up and a cool-down. So go online, take you a couple classes there. But ultimately, you know, Dwight Hope Jr. on Instagram, Dan Chappelle's off everywhere else. Check me out. And you'll also be, I'm looking at the flyer now, um, here in the state of Connecticut, where I'm based, uh, on Saturday, August 28th uh, at 2 p.m. Shout out to the Windsor Warriors. They're hosting you. Uh, all proceeds for that particular dance your pounds off a part of your tour would go to the Blanca Romero uh, Memorial Scholarship and Community Programming through Phi Beta Sigma uh, Fraternity Incorporated, the D- uh, Delta Pi Sigma chapter. Um, and by the way, I'm an alpha, but it, we'll we'll leave that there. Okay. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. But no, oh. yes, I'll be there. I'm um, this. 
I'll be there. LA is coming up. Oakland's coming up. I'm really excited. Birmingham is coming up. And I've never done Birmingham, Alabama. And I'm a Tennessee You've never, boy. Listen, I'm, I went to school in Montgomery. Birmingham is fabulous. Make sure you connect I've with the mayor. I've never done Birmingham. Let me Make tell you sure. something. I put those tickets out. I put those tickets out on Sunday. Um, they were gone by Tuesday morning. I did not realize that I had a capacity because I thought it was like, I thought the venue, the way they were explaining, I was like, oh, 100 people easy. Well, I put 100 out there and they reached out there. I was like, hey, we need you to take some off because it's only 50. Oh Went to take God. them off and they were gone. So now it's it's we're looking at bigger venues, but I'm so excited about Birmingham. I love Man. a good country city. No, but... I, <laughs> I'm from Tennessee. Wait, wait, hold, pause. Now listen, Alabama. I mean, even when you say it, it's a little, it's a little. You got to fumble over it. It's a little country. It's right. fine. But Montgomery and Birmingham. I went to school Birmingham. in Montgomery. It's not as southern or country as you think it is. They're very, gotcha. very, very metro, uh, politan area. Um, it's, it's That's really why nice. Pull. That's why I was going to pull everybody in the country. Mobile. <laughs> Montgomery. Opelika, Alabama. Opa, crossover. Right. Slap them, back. They no. the joint. Let me tell you something about these classes, though. And I love all my people, but when it comes to, like, up, up north and in the deep south, they, like, there are people. They will come in there and turn on a fan and tell me it's too hot. Like, it, it is my class. But they'll be like, uh-uh. <laughs> It's too hot. Can you tell them? I'm like, not right now. They be like, ooh, girl. And we be in there like, <laughs> but you got to love it though. You got to so, love it. So one more time, tell the people how they can find you and any other last words you want to give to our audience. First you know of all, what? I just want to thank you. Before you do that, I want to thank oh, you, man, for coming on. Keep up um, all of, of the great work that you're doing. And, um, and we'll make sure... Uh, you know, to keep it, keep it locked in and, and making sure we're following you and helping you to uh, pursue all of what uh, uh, you, you plan, you plan to do. Um, I also want to just say um, one of the things that I think we need to commit ourselves to is, is making sure our youth understand um, how, or rather the importance of, of being active uh, and I know this to be true when you talk about the COVID pandemic and how many of us, many of our students were locked in the house and they didn't, they weren't as active. Uh, and so this is an opportunity, I believe, um, for them to remain engaged. So we really, really thank you, man, for the work that you do. Uh, and we're going to dance our pounds off. So I can't wait to see you here in the state of Connecticut on August 28th uh and that will be let me pull up that flyer one more time august 28th at the windsor high school gymnasium and that's in windsor connecticut uh, so those of you in the area uh, feel free tickets are available on eventbrite and again um we, we just can't thank celebrity fitness instructor dwight holt jr for joining us on today Thanks again. Y'all keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. All right.
Welcome back to The Takeover with your girl, Shane McCray. And y'all already know we are inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee. And I will tell you, that interview is amazing, B. I wish I was there, but this guy is, like, awesome. Like, yeah. just even his story with working with Monique and everything, like, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and he also talked about his numerous appearances on The Real, uh, The Insider, TMZ, and The Preachers. So... You know, D. Holt, uh, he's he's doing his thing. And I am just so, I'm also glad that he talked about his journey. He's a Morehouse man, but he also took a little break to follow his dreams um, when the opportunity presented itself. And, you know, just being around focused, driven people uh, and having had the opportunity to to chop it up with him inside the room is absolutely amazing. Yeah, and that hotel he lived in, the 12, I live next door to it. I wish I would have bumped into him, you know? Like, <laughs> that's amazing. But um, he's coming to your, your city, your town, yes, Connecticut. Yes, he's coming to Connecticut. Yes. Dance Your Pounds Off Tour? Yes, yes. So Dance Your Pounds Off Tour 2021 with your celebrity fitness, Dwight Holt Jr. Y'all can follow him. Uh, tickets are still available on Eventbrite. So just type in Dancher Pounds Off. Again, he's going to be in the great state of Connecticut in the, the amazing town of Windsor. Uh, there at the Windsor High School Gymnasium on Saturday, August 28th at 2 p.m. So you don't want to be left out, y'all. Like, And this is open to everyone, video. right? It is. It is. Okay. The proceeds will go to support educational opportunities, uh, among other um, initiatives. Uh, so we're just so glad to welcome Dwight and his crew to the state of Connecticut on again, Saturday, August 28th, uh, 2 PM at the Windsor high school gymnasium. Uh, and again, you can get tickets on Eventbrite, and I think tickets are going rather quickly. So you may want to get your tickets now. All right. Y'all make sure y'all yeah. go follow him. Dwight Halt Jr. That's yeah. what's yeah. yeah. And again, thank you, Auntie. Auntie <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Comment on your post. I saw that. I was like, she said she don't want the smoke. You don't want yeah. it, B. She was basically like, look, hey. No, how she start off? Hey, sweetie. Uh, you. <laughs> look, you love I, it. Look, I, I love every bit of it. So hopefully we can get auntie monique on the show here to talk about her journey she looks absolutely amazing if you follow her on instagram she's introducing all types of meals even yes. vegan foods so yes. we're very very excited about what's happening with monique it, it was your response for me you're so politically correct all the time you what you, you know just like <laughs> what you say oh <laughs> Thanks, Auntie. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Now that's Auntie, because she responded. <laughs> no, so she became officially Auntie when she checked all of the black women walking out their house with headbands on. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't understand store. why they started that trend, but you know, that's a whole conversation for another day. Yeah, well, well yeah. Yeah, but so. I do know we had a very, very lively conversation around coronavirus 19 um, yes your perspective um, we also talked a lot about the different vaccines so i'm sure you've got an update for us Lord, look at you if y'all could see his face yes there is an update finally but we already knew this was going to happen y'all thought it happened um the fda already approved the pfizer vaccination but it is finally approved by the FDA. So uh, 
hey, it is what it is. It's finally approved, but we still have some people in fear at this moment. And I do know there was, I remember a speaking last week in reference to why people were not being vaccinated. And one of the ones was being that it was not FDA approved. Now we still have some more concerns because I'm pretty sure you heard the Reverend Jesse Jackson and his wife was hospitalized after receiving, um, being fully vaccinated since January. Now, from what I hear, there is a booster shot that is needed as well. Well, just just to be clear, and I think um, I'm glad that you, you you're bringing this up. So yeah, our prayers um, on behalf of both the takeover and the inside the room, uh, we, we're praying for a speedy recovery with both Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Jackson as they recover. Um, I think it's important to know that just because you are vaccinated does not mean you are exempt or you are immune uh, you know, to not getting uh, COVID-19. Um, it is, It is. in fact, you get the shot, both shots or the one shot, and you are less likely to be as sick if you uh, did not receive the, the, the vaccine, vaccine. So I don't think people should go into, once you decide you get a vaccine, oh, I'm, I'm going to be completely covered and protected from this deadly disease. That's farthest from the truth. Uh, the other piece is there are booster shots that will be available. Um, and just to be clear, I've done a little research. It's the same exact. Um, uh, uh, so, for example, just to make it clear, for example, if you received, you know, Pfizer, the two shots, yep. then the booster shot will literally be the same Pfizer shots that you receive. There's nothing two shots different. again. That's what I'm hearing. And, and again, this information is changing almost daily. But the point I want to make is it's not a different type of vaccine. It is the same exact shot that you received initially. So I received the J&J, Johnson & Johnson. I will then go back and get a booster shot of that same shot. And I think you have to get the booster shot maybe six to eight months um, after you received your two mm. shots or your one shot. Um and as of today, you know, in the United States, the total doses given of any particular vaccine is 363 million. Um, wow. And then people fully vaccinated, there's uh, about 171 million. Uh, and then a percentage fully vaccinated, because remember, some people have to get their second shot is only at 52%. So, um, and why, why, why aren't they fully vaccinated? If you already decided to do the first shot, wouldn't that would be an easy peasy to just go get your second shot? One would assume, but there well, are some yeah. people, there are some people who either forget to go get their shot or, you know, they just opt out or they are in the process of receiving their shots and the information hasn't been recorded yet. I also was um, told that the second shot is not as, I guess the first shot was, what is it, 90 or was it 88%? And then the second mm -hmm. shot is just a, an attachment to it. So I guess they already feel like they covered once they get that first shot. And don't quote me on the numbers, please. I don't know please, why. I don't but know I know why. it's somewhere around there. Am I, am I somewhere around yeah, no, there? You're, you're, yeah, no, you're correct. Oh, okay, okay. 
I just think it's it's critically, it's vitally important if you're listening to us now um, and you have signed up to have the Pfizer um, or the Moderna uh, vaccine, you need to get both shots. Mm. Don't just get one shot and think you're good. Like, go get your shots. And, and, and again, I am not here, and Shay, you know this, I'm not here to beat anybody over the head about a vaccine. You do what's best for you. Because, yeah. I mean, we've watched social media where people are literally killing each other because you're an anti-vaxxer or you're, you know, yeah. you're vaccinated, you're crazy, and Jesus is going to get you and all. Oh, but my God. Is, I don't hear. I, it is, I, I, uh, the latest I saw was uh, these people are going to drop dead after three years. I'm like, oh, my, oh my goodness. But oh my you know God. what? I will say this. I owe you a promise. I told you once it was FDA approved. I would consider being vaccinated. So, and I knew Pfizer would be the first one. I continue to follow the stories and do research. A lot of people are going off of the conspiracies. My my thought of never getting it done was never over a conspiracy. It was definitely oh, just wanting the FDA to be behind something. That's right. And um, you know that I take. So, um, hey, I'm up and, for and, it now. And and I'm proud of you because it's been months that we've been talking about this yeah. and I think it's also important that we both remind folks of the Tuskegee experiment mm -hmm. and a lot of people are under the impression that many of the men who participated in that study were injected with syphilis they were not injected with syphilis okay they um, had already uh, been infected um, and, and basically the federal government denied them access to the penicillin that was made available to others that could have healed them. And, mm. and, and it also prompted, um, the government to establish, um, the FDA, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, to help regulate and to make sure that there's full transparency within our health system, um, so I want people to understand that this that was all about access and we didn't have access to vaccine or penicillin to take care of us. Uh, so y'all go y'all go get go get the vaccine. If you if you don't just wear your mask, please just please. Well, before we move on to the, from this topic, I, I have to bring up your boy Trump. All right. So uh, oh, your boy Lord. Trump was um, just recently booed at an Alabama rally after telling supporters to get vaccinated. So apparently- Wait, pause, pause. <laughs> D-Trump telling people to get vaccinated? Yes. He said, um, and you know what? I believe totally in your freedom. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccine. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. Now, this he still is don't the even know how to say man. it. It's the take same the vaccine. Listen, it's the same man that told people that it ain't real. He, he said it. I have the receipts as well as everybody else. So that's good. Yep. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yep. Let's not give him no more time on our show. I'm no more time on the show. Hey, listen, I had to I had to cover that because I'm actually no. shocked that he's even finally being booed. Like a lot of people. Yeah. What, what's this rally about? I just want to know what what, what he's what, what What's going on? Now you said he was in um, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Shout out to Montgomery, Alabama. Um, of course.
course I went to the Alabama State University. Shout out oh, to Yasmin <laughs> and Sight, Sight, Sight. Let me stop. So I think um so first of all, this was his Save America rally. Yes. Um, and it was um I wanna say it was his first time like being out in four years. Um as we all know, um hmm. yeah, he's been he's been under the radar. Uh as we all know, um former president uh trump um i even hate saying that but anyway it's it's the midterm elections that are coming up and Mm. i believe i believe um donald trump is is really trying to reposition himself as uh, a leader and influence some of the uh, folks on the local level republicans to 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 get back out and to vote for their people um and all I'm saying is y'all need to wake up folks who are listening. Uh, I am not telling you to vote for any particular person or be associated with any particular party. However, I am saying you have to vote your conscious. Um, and I also want you to follow uh, what's been happening with um, redistricting. We talked about the census last year. Shay and I, we had plenty episodes of, of just the importance of being counted. Um, and all of this ties in with each other, y'all. And uh, all I'll say is Donald Trump is not sleep at the will. He is Donald Trump. Donald Trump, I hear you. You know, let's take a quick break because we got some more to cover today. A little bit more um, that's going on, especially with the cross seas and the soldiers um, being called to come home. This is yeah, a big deal. So you say, right? Yes, yes, yes. You guys keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. It's the takeover. Welcome back to the takeover with your girl Shane McCray here on Fubu Radio. And we're inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee. And he's coming fully loaded today. He is not playing with me. I know that's right. Like I said, I owe you. I told you I would if it was, and it is. So here we go. Oh, I like that. Come on now. I'm here for hey, that. You here for that? <laughs> I am here for that. So I know um, last week we, we talked about quite a bit. Um, and on my newly created uh, Facebook page, um, I've been sharing a lot. Well, not I, but inside the room, I uh, have been sharing a lot of information on trending topics, um, especially when you begin talking about international affairs. And that's something that I really have pushed myself to better understand its impact um, on the U.S. and our our involvement, quite frankly, in their affairs. Um, As of late, we have heard um, from our president, Joe Biden, uh, removing our soldiers from Afghanistan. And this has been a long time coming. Uh, many of you have have seen the memes of folks pointing fingers, you know, pointing fingers at Trump or Obama, uh, when in fact it was really the son Bush uh, who was responsible for uh, this nightmare, this disaster. Um, so I can talk a lot about what's happening in Afghan- Afghanistan, but I kind of want to keep it macro level so that folks won't get too lost in the weeds on it. But what's happening in Afghanistan, the Taliban, a militant group that ran the country in the late 1990s, have again taken over uh, control. 
uh, the U.S.-led invasion of Afghanistan, I want to say back in 2001, ousted the insurgents from power, but they never left. They were there plotting, scheming, and, and clearly it paid off. So after they blitzed across the country in recent days, the Western-backed government that has run the country for 20 years collapsed. Afghans, many Afghans, um, are fearing for the future. Uh, some of you have saw or seen the very disturbing clips, video clips of young people, um, parents, fathers, grabbing onto the U.S. Air Force planes and getting crushed because they, they're trying to get out of the country. They're trying to flee. And, you know, some people are asking, well, why are people fleeing the country? They're yeah. worried that the country could descend into chaos or the Taliban could carry out revenge attacks against those who worked with the Americans or the government. The other wow. piece, the other piece is many also fear that the Taliban uh, would reimpose the harsh interpretation of Islamic law uh, that they relied on when they ran Afghanistan from 96 to 2001. Uh, back mm -hmm. then, women were barred from attending school. Do y'all hear remember me? that? Mm -hmm. back, back then, back yes. then is 1996 to crazy. Women were barred from going to school, working outside the home. Um, and they had to wear the all-encompassing Burqa, how do you say that? Burqa, B-U-R-Q-A, and be accompanied by a male relative whenever they went outside. Uh, so this is also about um, women, women's rights, uh, and it's crazy over there. It is crazy right now, and I'm just happy that we have an administration that is providing a way out. Um, you know, and there are thousands, thousands of people that are waiting. One, one other thing um, that's important to know, and I, and I started to talk a little bit about it, but what happened at the Cabal um, airport, thousands of Afghans rushed there, hoping to escape the country. Yeah, I saw that. Because they fear what the Taliban's rule will bring. Um, some were so desperate. And again, they were so de desperate. They clung to the side of the military jet as it took off and i'm telling you that hurt my heart seeing kids and mothers trying to flee um and then some of them plunged to their deaths literally dying by being crushed uh by the military jet so so there's a lot happening i know that um our for our current president biden has um called for our troops to come home what does this look like i know some people thinking oh they'll come right home we'll see them in the next month or so but this still could take about a year am i am i correct yeah you are um and you know i think one of the things that i did not mention um, as i was explaining sort of what's what what the need to know around this afghanistan situation uh why are the taliban taken over now and i think it's probably because the u.s troops are set to withdraw by the end of the month uh, so there are to your point shay several weeks of our soldiers coming home uh, the u.s has been trying to get out of out of afghanistan it's the longest war for several years now american troops ousted the taliban in a matter of months when they invaded to root out al-qaeda which orchestrated the 9-11 attacks while mm. being harbored by the Taliban. So it's all connected. But it also proved um, 
more difficult to hold territory and rebuild a nation uh, that was battered by sort of these repeated wars. Uh, so as the U.S. focus shifted to Iraq, the Taliban began to regroup. And in recent years, they, um, they sort of took over much of the Afghan countryside. Um, <laughs> we could talk about Donald Trump's and his input into all that, but I ain't even going to go there. Um, but I think <laughs> one last I thing. would like to know what he what had happened? to say. <laughs> Donald Trump, Lord have mercy. So last year, Donald Trump announced a plan to pull out and he signed a deal with the Taliban that limited the U.S. military action against them. Do you hear that? Okay. Mm. President Joe Biden then announced that the last troops would leave by the end of August. As the final deadline drew close, the Taliban began lightening um, sort of like their offensive overrunning city uh, after city. Uh, in other words, the Taliban said, all right, y'all about to get up out of here because we're going to we're going to forcefully take this over. So you presidents and U.S. are not talking to each other. Clearly, we had a deal with Donald Trump and that fell through. So here's what we're going to do. And and thus um, the craziness. Now, what happened to the president of Afghanistan? One might ask. He fled. He left. Yeah, of course. Right away. Like. <laughs> Do you know where he's, where he's at? What's going on? Like, well, they're trying to some get people. To yeah, on Saturday, um, they said that um, they're still trying to figure out where he is, but it's not clear where he went. Mm. <laughs> but you know, I, I stand by President uh, Obama, President Biden's. I miss Obama, President Biden's. Um, comments and he just said quite frankly the situation in afghanistan it's gut rich and um, yeah. but he he also rejected blame uh, for what's happening there were some pundits that you know said oh it's your fault you know you you should have taken charge you should have done what you needed to do you know but he also acknowledged that the collapse of the afghan government happened much more quickly than he anticipated yeah, um, he said, and he stood squarely behind his decision to pull U.S. troops out. Uh, so that story is still developing almost by the moment. Uh, and we'll keep you posted on it. Yes, um, we will. Um, speaking of countries being rebuilt and coming back um, and just needing assistance, Haiti again, like, oh, my goodness, they they they. Um, experienced a massive earthquake and here we are again with so many um deaths and just homes destroyed and just so many things going on um you want to go ahead and talk about that a little bit more like this is is heartbreaking seriously yeah. they're like never going to catch a break i know i know uh when we first started talking about haiti on the show we talked about the assassination, assassination, yes. assassination, excuse me. I can't say yes. the word um, of, of their, of their president. And yes. Now, you know, almost 1.2 million people have been affected by an earthquake yep. uh, that, that happened. And it's almost like, well, first of all, we can, 
you know, we can talk about global warming because that's real. We can talk about environmental justice because that's real. Uh, and what we're seeing, I mean, even in the state of Connecticut, Shay, like the way the heat, the humidity, it is. I heard. It is not normal. But all of that you we attribute to humans and our contribution to the pollution. I don't even want to go there, but that's that's a that's another uh, topic. But around 1.2 million people, including 540,000 children, have been impacted by what they're calling a 7.2 magnitude earthquake. Yes, um, which uh, struck southwestern Haiti, um, and the earthquake left at least. And this is sad. 1,941 people dead and more than 6,900 injured. Uh, and yeah. that toll is expected well, to rise. It did rise. It's already over 2,000 right now. Jeez. So with the deaths of the people that they're pulling out, um, it's sad um, because they still don't have a president. So what's going to happen? Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't been following um, sort of the details on what's been going on with their leadership. Um, but I'm certain that they have um, some leaders that are stepping in place and, you know, to take over the government and figure out how to move forward. But Haiti is something else. Haiti is. Do, do you have any information on helpline or AIDS? I know there are a lot out there. Do you have a more legit one that we can actually announce here on the show where they can go and help? If um, Yeah. yeah. Like- so there's an organization called UNICEF. Um, and UNICEF is, is basically, um, U N I C E F. And it is an organization that people can donate to because they're already there on the island helping. Um, it's sort of like red cross in a sense when they respond, when there's a crisis, um, and their mission is, is, it's really simple. They're helping to build, um, and to help rebuild, Uh, countries and places that have been impacted uh, by some sort of a disaster. Uh, But UNICEF is basically the United Nations Children Fund. Um, And while it says children, obviously it helps out the parents as well. Uh, So you can easily go to UNICEFUSA.org. You can donate there. Um, You can also look up Red Cross. Uh, I'm sure that they're on the ground as well. Um, but just don't give money to anybody. Uh, there exactly. Are a lot of scams and schemes and all of that stuff that's happening. And we would not want you to be given to some sort of a fraud. Um, but yeah, we got to keep our prayers and eyes open. Uh, Please, we'll continue yes. to keep you updated on, on this situation down there in Haiti. Yes. Yes. Um, now it's so funny that you talked about schemes and scamming. I know this is so off topic, but we're going to go to break from here. Are you aware that UT study flags one every six PPP loans as suspicious and fraud? That's a lot. One out of every six PPP loans that were granted were flagged as fraud. That's crazy. That's really crazy, right? They oh not playing. God. That's and 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 well, and y'all listening out there, y'all better make sure y'all not stealing no money because y'all going to jail. Y'all going to jail. You guys keep it locked. <laughs> it's the takeover. <laughs> <laughs> 
Welcome back to The Takeover with your girl Shay McCray here on Football Radio. And of course, I'm sitting here with my boy B, state representative Brandon McGee. Yes, I call him B. I can do that, but he's a, And I'm official. good. Y'all can, la, y'all can la, call la. me <laughs> But just know I am a real elected official. Ten years in, I serve in the state legislature here in Connecticut. But y'all can call me B. I'm good. So what's next for your journey? I never even asked <sighs> you, like, what are we looking to... What's I'm just trying to be a level? good father. I'm trying to be a good father. That's all. Oh. Good father and husband. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. Um, I do have aspirations for a higher office. So I'm just working. I'm working. Building my resume. Um, Got you. So stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. That's what's I up. I might run for with, president. I'm just saying. Uh, with my, the goals. I love it. Mean. It's so funny that you say that. Um, what people don't know is that you also work for an organization that helps with young um, people. Go ahead and let them know what else yeah. you do. Yeah. So um, one of the things that I've committed myself to is uh, any types of programs that help to mentor young men, especially men of color. Uh, and so I am the board uh, president of an organization called Ascend, A-S-C-E-N-D, Mentoring. Uh, here in the state of Connecticut. Y'all feel free to go to the website to check it out. We are accepting donations. Uh, But our goal is to provide a positive role model to every young person that reaches out to us. Uh, And as you can imagine, we're struggling trying to find mentors, especially color uh, that that could help and be matched. And a lot lot of it has to do with COVID-19. Okay, okay. Restrictions. Got you. Um, everything has moved online. So mentoring online is kind of different. Uh, Got so you. I'm working okay. through all of that, but I've given my life to it. And had it not been for, for individuals like Marshall Monks or June Archer, uh, my father, Brandon McGee Sr., I'm not sure that I would be here. So there, there, there is... For me, it's important that young people, young men especially, have access to a positive role model that can help them navigate through their life, especially black men, black and brown men. Uh, so anyway, that's my that's my give back. And I'll do that until the day I leave this earth. That's yeah. what's up. Well, speaking of COVID and um, you're, you were talking about the, the reason why there were a lack of mentors and so forth available at this time, the mandates, it looked like we're going back into, with the school starting back. Let's get into that a little bit. Yeah. So um, there, I'm nervous. Let's just put that out there. Um, I have two little ones that'll be getting ready to go back to school. Uh, and there are quite a few mask mandates that are happening across this country uh, yes. as school districts are preparing to receive our children. Uh, and there are some governors who, who basically say, I don't care about your mask mandates. You're not forcing my teachers or the students to wear masks. Um, we will we will also go as far um, as taking away your pay and taking away money to certain districts that basically supports the idea of wearing masks to prevent the transmission of COVID. Um, You know, so after a year, literally a year of moms, dads, children being home, distance learning, they're now going back to school. 
I'm nervous, you know, and there is yeah. a Delta variant out there. And that has numbers has risen. Yeah, they are out risen. the park right now. Um, the yeah. hospitals are overfilled right now again. Um, mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, do you think we're going to go back to distance learning? So this is just having, so my full-time job, okay, that pays my bread and butter in addition to being a state rep, I work for an educational organization that provides services to about 19 magnet schools here in the state of Connecticut. And from my perspective, I think all school districts need to prepare themselves to have a distance learning option. But unfortunately, most school districts are saying we're not doing it. It's either you come to school or you remain home. And I'm Mm. concerned. I am concerned. So with the numbers rising, various variants that are out there, you mean to tell me, and I get it. It's a lot on teachers. It's a lot on parents. But I think saving one's life, a child's life and the teacher's lives, lives, why not have that option? And I support Mm. the option, but most school districts, they don't have it. They don't have it. And so um, what I wanted to do, Shay, is, you know, in the coming weeks or so, we're going to have a superintendent to come on to talk about, you you know, preparation uh, for this school year, his concerns. um, And also we want to hear directly from the students. So we have a college student on and a high school student just to talk about their worries, their fears, but they're also excited to see their friends. Um, I agree. I I look forward to it. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they experience anxiety and all type of things and stuff. So, hey, it's time to do something. We got to just get back into what it is that helped us to get out of this. Well, to slow it down in the beginning. So I know you got to get up out of here because once again, you're busy saving the world. But, you know, we can't leave without a little tea and gossip going on up in there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So did you hear? No. Only fans is to prohibit sexual explicit content beginning in October. So for for some of our our listeners who, who join <laughs> us every week, what 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 is OnlyFans again? And and like really? it just became. I mean, I know what it is, but I'm just saying some people don't know. I don't well, think some people know what it is. Well, really, OnlyFans um, was really a platform form for it was you're supposed to create content that was like for yourself if people was a, a fan of you and they want to see you out there giving back and th- it's supposed to be content that was exclusive that you would put up and people would pay to watch well we all know it ha- became a sexual content creator for adults and video adult videos and photos and but no sex and during the pandemic it went up because all people was doing at home. They was finding ways to make money and they were creating adult videos and photos content for this particular, um, this OnlyFans. From what I know, people were charging as much as what, $49.99 a month just to be oh, a subscriber. Oh, I'm in the wrong business. You're in the wrong business? I'm, <laughs> I'm missing out. Something is not they, right. They have shown some things from sexual explicit um, new photos to even foot fetishes did you know that yes I, i'm not i'm not surprised I'm yes not surprised so 
people were starting a page from Foot Fetish. However, we also know that Cardi B has the OnlyFans page as well she as does. Trina and so many others. But this is to show the behind the scenes footage for her video shoots and so many other things like family what, stuff. Th but that's what OnlyFans was created to do, Yes, right? yes. Uh, so folks, I, you know, I wonder what they're going to do. I'm sure that there are know. other platforms that will arise from the the sort of closure of Only OnlyFans providing that space, and somebody's gonna make some money off of it. I'm sure. Well, the company says it's making the changes because of the pressure from its banking and payment provider partners. So yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, yes. folks are mad. They weren't getting paid. Exactly. So I'm assuming they want to go in and renegotiate that. And I'm pretty sure to be back up. But hey, I don't know. I, I've to never even been on the site. <laughs> Neither. I'm not paying nobody for that. I have my wife. We could create our own OnlyFans after I have the house. Look, they might want to watch that. The state Negative. representative. Mm -hmm. Look, look, um, look, look, look. A youth pastor on. <laughs> <laughs> only fans lord have mercy well listen oh b it's been a pleasure please let the people know where we can find you how we can follow yes. up with you this week because yes. you back you back on um you back, back in, right on. okay yeah, all back right. let them know so just just follow me of course i'll start off with the outlier underscore blmj underscore at instagram hit me up on twitter at rep b Key. Also, Facebook and YouTube inside the room. Until next time, y'all be safe, wear your mask, and you know what? I love you. You love them, look. You guys make sure y'all follow us. Official Fubu Radio on Instagram. Like our Facebook, Fubu Radio, and follow me, Shay McCray. That's S H A Y M C C R A Y. You already know the vibes inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee. It's Fubu Radio, baby.